Welcome back to the Reality Serve Real podcast. We are your hosts, Christina and Abby. Michelle is out today. She had some birthday shenanigans to attend to, so she um, will be joining us again next week. But um, if you are listening to this before Michelle's birthday on the 22nd, wish her a happy birthday. Speaking of birthdays, it was your birthday two days ago. Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, how was it it was good it was good I spent a lot of time with um family we went out to eat with um just like my mom and my dad and my brother and then me and Brett went out to eat and yeah it was good it was good I see balloons in the background yeah he got me yes (laughs) He, he got me a balloon yeah it was it was a really it was a really good day good yeah. Um, and thank you for you guys got me like a Taylor Swift candle. This is happy birthday. Um, something <laughs> else was coming, but that's the only thing I've received so far. But yeah, it was. Yeah, that was part. That was part one. Well, thank you. So the, the, the second part will be will be there shortly. Hopefully, before the end of the week. It was a um delivery um hold so I I will say this just because we've talked about it a little bit but you know how I've like struggled so much with like getting cameos sometimes mm-hmm. so I decided to get Michelle a cameo for her birthday and so I did it like a week like a week in advance because I was like okay like what happens if this person doesn't do it I mean if it doesn't go through then whatever she just I won't get a cameo but um this person literally had it the next day. I was so impressed. Yay. Are you gonna are you gonna tell who it is? Um, maybe not on here, but I'll tell you later. Okay. But yeah, okay. So um getting started with some reality TV awards. Um, the challenge this week is starting to get a little interesting. The uh mercenaries are coming in. And I gave my MVP this week to Raven. She won the daily challenge. She seemed to like really um, like stick her neck out for the people who she's riding with and um, like in a good way. And she like seemed to, for the most part, get back into the good graces of of most people. I thought um, she had a very strong game this week. So I gave my MVP to Raven. I did give an honorable mention to Narice because... Um, she is running the game and from a production standpoint, she is who production wants us to think is running in the game. Like literally there were two little montages this episode. One was of the UK Alliance and like everybody that's in the UK Alliance. And the other montage was of Narisa's Alliance and everyone who was in Narisa's Alliance. So, um... So it's Nuri's for versus the UK alliance. So in New in Nuri's alliance, um, it is Michelle, Mariah, Raven, Olivia, Colleen, Ed, Kyland, Asaf, Jay, Horacio, and Corey. So she has a lot of people on her side looking out for her. The UK alliance is Zara, Melissa, Big T, Callum, Kieran, and James. Um, but, and she also, her and Horacio start their little thing this episode. So, um, 
for not winning a daily challenge or going into elimination. Um, she, she really seems to be like somebody, um, that is standing out. Kieran also says that if they go to partners, they get to choose their partners because they don't know what this level of chaos is, is going to be at this point. Um, he spoke with Norris. He wanted to be her partner. He thought, you know, like aligning with what he said on a podcast is the strongest girl in the and the person with like the most the best social game um, is Norris. And so that's why he wanted to be partners with her. Um, so I just think that she's just uh, for not being someone who was supposed to stand out in an episode. She really stood out. If that makes sense. Yeah. And then um I gave okay, so I have this like weird I don't know if I get should give Corey an MVP or an LVP this episode because he won the daily <laughs> he won the daily challenge, right? And he um like first daily challenge that he's ever won. And he's like overcoming all these things. He actually has a quote where he says, um I'm the opposite of an adrenaline junkie. I don't like heights. I don't like spinning. I don't like being out of control. So I am very afraid for today's challenge. It is basically everything I do not like to do. And so to like overcome that, um, similar to like when we saw Michaela overcoming heights, you know, it was just, um, it was cool. So part of me is like, okay, Corey, MVP, right? But then there's this part of me that's like, okay, do I give Corey an LVP though? Because um first of all he was crying like about upsetting Michelle um and I like some tears but he was just like and I think he was very sincere when he was talking to Michelle but I think that um he didn't know enough about his alliances alliances to make the decision that he did because what he did was he sent us off into elimination well, Saf was partners with Michelle, and even though TJ said um, to pick a male, which is why he chose a Saf, he wasn't thinking about the fact that they don't know what's going on, and Michelle could potentially be attached to that in some way. Um, and also, he he tweeted like, if I had known how how close Jay and Saf were, then I probably wouldn't have made the same decision that I made. Well, then you need to know your alliance better. So, yeah, I thought you just said they were in the same alliance. So why would he send a soft in anyways? Yeah. So because he was he was playing both sides. And gotcha. um, like 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 Raven said um, in the episode is he. He showed her his cards. He might not have showed everybody, but he showed her specifically the people like, okay, I won't put in X, Y, Z. And some of those people were international and they're supposed to be having like a U.S. alliance, right? So it's just not really, not really adding up. Um, So I don't know what to do with Corey, but with all of that being said, um, I gave Michelle my LVP because TJ said it was a male elimination. She's freaking out, making... Corey feel bad for like really no reason and she just had a total Michelle down um and it was not necessary for her to have one at all she's a mess 
Um, I had a couple other quotes. I know I gave a Corey that one, but I actually have two more of Corey's. Um, one, he's saying a lot of teams have been playing it safe. So I would kind of, I would like to kind of flip the house on its head, which is pretty much what he did, even though he felt bad about it in the ways that he did. Um, he went in with this, this soundbite pre-challenge and came out with a win and put us off in, which caused a lot of problems. Um, and then when Asaf is yelling at Corey about putting him in, Corey says, I've known you two weeks. <laughs> That's so, funny. Yeah, I thought it was really funny, too. And then Horacio, I have to give him one, too. When he's talking about Norris, he just is all up in his feels. And he says, I think Norris is absolutely beautiful. She's a gorgeous girl. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful girl. You got me blushing over here. What am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's right. So, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely right. But, yeah, so um, this was an interesting episode of the challenge. I didn't give Kieran an LVP or an LVP honorable mention. I really don't think he deserved it. I thought he was one of the strongest guys this season. And I know this um, elimination is extremely controversial um I've seen a lot online about it Jordan even spoke about it and um so in the episode we see um I believe here in one round one and then we see Jordan like kind of playing what we, what looks like mind games with him where he's just like standing in the middle well apparently the real story isn't that he was trying to play mind games with Kieran he was like staring at production like what are you gonna do like I'm gonna ruin your game if you don't listen to me type of thing and I guess um Jordan was complaining about um wanting to he wanted to change his shoes because he 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 felt himself sliding in his shoes and they wouldn't let him change his shoes so he he even did it with socks on at one point um you can see one one clip I've seen circulating around Twitter where he's wearing yellow shoes and in the same scene you you see it's like black which is his sock and so there's a little um little bit of editing tricks there but um basically the reason why this is so controversial is because Kieran was winning the round with Jordan that he made them them stop and um pretty much demanded a restart and when they restart is when Jordan came back and won I thought Karen was Karen was funny like I guess um Narice tweeted something about them not understanding the rules mm-hmm. and using and he retweeted he's like I understood them just fine well, I okay, so apparently what that was was that they weren't supposed to wrestle at all. And there were times that both of them were like pushing each other and wrestling. And there were was a time that Jordan started it and they stopped it and they reset every time that they would wrestle. And so they um he wanted to so then there was a time that Kieran started it and he wanted to reset, but production let them kept keep going so he was upset that it the rules weren't fair and that it wasn't consistent 
And so Jordan is saying, like, I don't really care if I win or if I lose. Of course, I want to win. But as long as the rules are fair, if if it was anybody down here in the, and things were be playing, weren't being played fair, I would have called out production no matter what. So that's what the the rules thing was. Got it. OK. But overall, um, I thought it was a pretty, pretty good episode. Um, I was sad to see Kieran go, though. I really I really like him a lot. I hope I hope to see him back on the challenge. Yeah, I enjoyed him on the Australia version. So I think even Michelle tweeted like I was I was team Emily and Ryan on the Australian challenge. But even I like want you back or something like that. Yeah. So getting into Survivor, this was also an interesting episode of Survivor. Um, they had the Survivor auction back. Have I don't know if I've ever seen, maybe I've seen one Survivor auction before. Um, so I was really, I thought it was a really entertaining episode. It was cool to watch everybody do that. I almost wanted to give Bruce an LVP for not trying. I totally thought I was going to be giving him an LVP for not trying in that. Um, but I ended up giving him an MVP honorable mention because he pulled out the immunity um, when it was an easy vote against him. I think if he hadn't won immunity this episode, um, he definitely would have went home. So because of that, I had to give him an MVP honorable mention along with Drew because Drew had um, really close ties this episode with Emily um, that clued him into the all girls alliance that was happening. Um, and I just think that, that um, socially he is in a really good spot. Um, so I gave an, another MVP honorable mention to Drew, but I gave my MVP to Emily because um, I mean, first of all, not only in the auction, did she get the charcuterie board with wine, which is MVP enough in itself. But, um. <laughs> but also, yes, she was part of the Girls Alliance. Yes, I am bummed that uh, about the person who got out this episode. Um, but staying with the alliances that she already had, especially when she was someone who was previously at the bottom, and she's the only um, person from her original tribe that's left, I think it, it totally makes sense for, for her to... Um, want to be in with Drew and with Austin and she made the right decision her quote about telling Drew was uh, she got gets my quote too as much as I like conceptually working with a bunch of women in this game I also have to keep an eye out for my own game and think about the alliances I have already built um and then when the votes are being read at tribal council Jake is thinking that he's going home. He thinks everybody's voting for the, for him. And when the votes are getting read and he realizes that only half of the votes for him and it's a split vote, um, he says, oh, people are playing Survivor. And <laughs> um, Kelly goes home, which was super disappointing. I love Kelly. She's one of my favorite people on this season. I Really, really hope that we see her on the Challenge USA. I think we probably will because she is pretty strong. Um, 
like physically it seems like she's athletic and she has a great social game this was a, a blind side um completely and if emily hadn't told drew um about the all girls alliance then it would have been jake going home so this getting kelly out one of the strongest girls in the game um was kind of constructed because of emily so that's another reason why she gets my MVP. And unfortunately, Kelly gets my LVP. How many people are left at this point? Maybe nine-ish. Okay. I don't know exactly. I want to say that was the top 10, though, maybe. <coughs> and I'm assuming the merge happened because they don't usually do the auction until yeah. the merge. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah so good. I'm glad you got an auction one. Th those are fun. I'm glad you got that you got to see that yeah it was really fun it was really fun to watch i i was scared for my girl kelly but it ended up not mattering because she went home anyways but the loser um lost her vote so bruce lost his vote because he was the loser and then he won immunity so the tribal council was completely like meaningless to Bruce well he's lasted a lot longer than he did last season right okay so yeah that's true um do you want to talk about Bachelor let's talk about Bachelor Bachelor in Paradise yeah. what an episode god i wrote down all of the roasts that we heard you did did man there were some low blows okay so um katie starts and she says this show is so stupid it makes john henry look smart it, it's no surprise Jess's name is Baby Jess. Blake used to make me call him Daddy. Okay. Um, Jordan, he goes next. He says, I know I just got here and I'm figure figuring out what paradise is like. The ups, the downs, the drama. But Rachel, I know you were the first one on the beach, so maybe you can explain it a little better. And then Avon does Rachel. And Avon goes... You guys, I am so truly, truly, truly honored to be here. And you all make me feel so special. I'm here to find love in paradise and create my own journey. And I thought <laughs> that was hilarious. They did such a good Ra Rachel. I thought he did too. And I thought it was so fun that um, Jordan had Avon do it since Avon is obviously somebody who got to know Rachel quite a bit better. And I think they're, they're good friends. So I didn't see that as like a mean, mm -hmm. mean thing. Um, Peter says, Jesse Palmer, you look like a fat thumb. Peter's been my like surprise this season. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like he's not my favorite, but I can, I can tolerate him. He's fine. Not my favorite, but after the first or second episode, I couldn't stand him. I'm like, I, got, I think him and Sam are cute. Yeah, I think so, too. And then John Henry, John Henry says, Olivia, wait, you're still here? Uh, 
I think that was my, th- even though I love Olivia, I think that was my that favorite. That was pretty was good. So funny. Um, Mercedes, she says, Michael B spends a lot of time on the water, but he still struggles to get a girl wet. Um, Jordan says, Brayden, between your earrings and your ear piercing skills, you really, really have a bright future as an assistant manager at Claire's. <laughs> that was one of my favorites. Um, then Aaron says, John Henry, his underwater welding has him colorblind because he can't tell a red fra- flag from a homie hopper. Love that one. Um, Blake says, it's unfortunate that the doctor sent Sam home for constipation. Cat, you better watch out. You've been full of shit this whole time. Tanner says, Kat, I know I ruined your birthday, and I'm really sad about how that conversation went, but I really couldn't tell where your head was at because your face wasn't really moving due to all the Botox. Mm-hmm. And then um, Kat actually gets one of my quotes after that one. She says, thank you, thank you. That means it was good. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, so then Olivia says, Kylie and Kat have a lot in common. They're both very pretty. Both of their names start with K and they both stole my man. But Mm I do just have one burning question for you, ladies. How do I taste? Ooh. Uh, Tyler says, I really don't actually just, I don't like it when girls say that like I don't like it when anybody says that like the how do I taste thing oh yeah yeah it's like not it gives kind of gives me the ick I'm not gonna lie it is icky it gives you the ick because it's because it's it yeah so okay so then Tyler says Mercedes thinks she's a Mercedes but she's more like a and then it beeps it I don't know what it I know what what was that about I don't know I don't know what it is. I don't know, but I thought that was shitty. Like, that's your girl. Yeah, right? I thought so, too. What are you saying about her? And why is she finding it out at the roast? Um. So then Aaron says, Tyler is more committed to piercing his ear in one night than he is in the last two weeks with Mercedes. Kat says, baby Jess, which this is supposed to be her best friend, right? Baby yeah, Jess. She- I know mm-hmm. it's been a while since you've had a date, but maybe if you take that pacifier out of your mouth, you could start kissing with some tongue. Um, Michael says the reason Blake doesn't open his mouth is because the last two times he dated grown women, they sent his ass here to date a child. Tanner says, Blake, I I just actually remembered that the same year that you got engaged to Katie was actually the same year that Jess was born. I didn't realize Jess was this young, first of all. I I didn't either. Or, like, younger than everybody else that, like, it's a thing. I just, I don't know. They're all young. Um, like, Like, Olivia, is Olivia that much older than Jess? Really? That surprises me. Anyways, so Olivia says, Rachel, Katie may have been the most boring bachelorette season, but at least she knows when to call it quits and start a new career. 
Aaron says, Rachel, you are a pilot. You had 33 men on your flight. How is it you crash landed on paradise and you still can't find a man? It's giving lost. And then Tanner ends it, or at least for what we see, saying, Tyler, we were really, really excited when we found out um, there was going to be an ex-bachelorette on par- on the beach. And obviously, we were all hoping for Gabby, but we got Rachel. And that's why Tanner's my LVP for this episode. I gave my LVP to Jess. I felt bad for her. For She was getting, like, roasted. And, and she even had this confessional where she, like, said something about... Um, it being in front of Katie, making it so much worse. I gave it to Jess. I think she had the the roughest episode. And I gave an LVP honorable mention to Blake because um, of how blindsided he was when, like, production brought Katie down. And I think that overall that was a good conversation for them to have. And, and it, it's good that it happened. Um, but he was shocked. And so I gave him an LVP for that just because... Uh, Production really pulled one over on him. And I gave an L- another LVP honorable mention to Kat because she got flamed too, like bad. Like her and Jess, I think, really got it the worst out of everyone. No, I think Rachel got it pretty bad too. I gave Rachel my MVP because she's living living it up down there. You know, she's like, she's kind of between guys right now. Like, Rachel is the Bachelorette in Paradise, and she's finally being the Bachelorette in Paradise. And I gave my MVP honorable mention to Kylie because she got to go on a date, and her date went well, and she came off good this episode, when a lot of people really didn't come off well. Okay, so I actually gave my MVP to Kylie, even though she's not my favorite, because she's pretty much been with Avon since the beginning, and I think she was looking to see some things out of him and I was I, it was a toss-up like between her and Avon because he delivered um and I think their connection grew on their date so and I didn't see her say anything m- mean or bad so about anyone they probably just didn't air it but yeah I actually I can't remember where I saw it but I I, I saw somewhere someone said that um if they would have aired everything that was said, that half the cast would be canceled. Wow. Which I'm sure that's dramatic, but it wasn't good. A lot worse was said. Oh. So, um, but I know that you gave, and I I understand why you gave um, your LVP um, to Tanner, but I did give him a quote um, early on in the episode when he's talking to Rachel she's on the ground and he's like in one of like the lawn chair things. And, um, he asked her to come up. He says, do you want to sit up here? Come up. Um, and he did that because he like wanted them to be on the same level. He didn't want to be like talking down to her. And I, I thought that that was really great of him. So I did give him a quote for that. And then I also gave Rachel a quote, um, for saying, if Katie is going to do one thing, it's going to be bold. Here's my problem with Tanner. One, and I was kind of confused about Rachel too. I mean, it's not like he just gave her his rose. Like they actually kissed. So I was kind of confused why she thought it was just a friendship rose. 
Did she um, Rose or did she just want to pursue other people who were pursuing her? Is she being the bachelorette in paradise? That's what I, I don't thought know. it was. She was talking to a couple people when she got back from the day and she made it seem like she had no clue Tanner was interested in her. And then that's when they went to go have that talk. And she said that she felt more like herself in that conversation than any minute she spent on the bachelor, the bachelorette or bachelor in paradise so far. Mm-hmm. So, and then she realized they had the talk about, yes, let's try this. Let's see where this goes. And then he comes out with that comment. Um, right after he made her feel so comfortable and safe. And, ooh, I don't know. Not, not smart. I feel like it wasn't any, it was way better than what we see the cliffhanger at the very ending um, of the inevitable Blake and Jess breakup, man, that was rough when he's just like, I don't, I don't, I don't think we're going anywhere. I'm like, whoa, man, like she doesn't even know that this conversation is happening and you just laid it on her like thick. Not no, like, okay, so I'm I'm thinking about this when when Katie came in and made me have these thoughts. Um, I'm I'm feeling very confused right now, but ultimately I think this it was just I don't think we're going I, I wish I had the exact quote because holy cow, like it was brutal. Yeah, that's gonna be a a messy fallout. But I guess Damn, Katie was a wake-up call. What did he say? He said something like, when I saw Katie and saw what it was like to, like, to remember how I truly loved her and I just like, wasn't feeling anything yeah. like that towards Jess. Yes, he said, yeah. I've spent way less hours with Katie and I knew I was in love and I don't feel that way with Jess and I've spent way more time with her, which I do think that like not every relationship is, dis- diff- is the same. Like every relationship is different. Not everything goes at the same pace I don't think it necessarily means that he would never get there with Jess but I do think that it makes him realize that there are other other variables mm-hmm. wait since you watched this season why did they break up and why was it over voicemail or why was it over the phone I can't remember why they broke up but they were together for a bit of time but I do know that I, oh, I think it was over the phone because she lived in LA and he lived in Canada. So I think she just okay. wanted to do it and not have to wait until the next time they saw each other. Cause it was going to be, so a she while. broke up with him. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if he still loves her, but it seemed like it when the crew asked him, but he said that, that or, okay. So Katie has said on podcasts that like, I almost wonder if Katie comes back because Katie has said on podcasts that production really wanted things to happen that couldn't happen because of F boy. Um, but also Elon told her not to fall in love when she went on and she, her response was just like, mm, does it matter? Like there are F girls too. And Elon just like laughed because that's, that's true. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, you think she comes back on Paradise? I don't know. I think it's possible. I don't know if she will. It might just be over. But um, I, I do think it's possible because I I think that they, they really wanted more. Think about this Blake-Jess breakup. Think about how dramatic it's going to be. 
Mm-hmm. How much more dramatic it would be if Katie came back to talk, have one last conversation with Blake. Wow. After seeing, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I was don't... FY Island filmed after this or yes. was F? Okay. So she went on to F Boy. But they after... were like, they were like very, very close together. Both of them filmed over the summer. <laughs> okay. They were very close together, yes. Um, I don't know. Maybe she won't come back. Maybe I just want her to come back. I don't know. I just I just think that there's more story to be told there. And I just I need to see like a, a joint Bachelor in Paradise F Boy Island reunion after all of this. <laughs> I need yeah, to- no for real. golden bachelor i was wrong last week i had said i thought this was the finale um i knew that fantasy suites hadn't happened but what i wasn't taking into consideration was that um since there are only two left i just figured it would be done but since he only had three hometowns instead of four he still needed to have overnights with these two women and then they still needed to also meet his family so I was wrong. There, there is this. There is one more episode after this. There's no episode this week because of Thanksgiving, though. So we have to wait until next week, um, for the end. But this was a rough one. I gave my MVP to to Leslie, um, because obviously she's the front runner here. Um, and I know that we're not supposed to give LVPs to the lead, but I had to give it to Gary because he should not have told her that she's the one. There's still another one. That was terrible. That was awful. Awful. And especially then he had a great night with Teresa. So he told one of them that she was the one? Yes. So what he says is, um, I don't have the exact quote, but, but essentially what he says is, Trista told me that I need to not be looking for the one. I need to be looking for... um the one that I can't live without. And I think that that's person, that person is you. You're the one. Whoops. And so then when he's having this like weird date with Teresa in the beginning and you can tell he's in his head, it's like, well, maybe that's because he just told one girl yesterday that she was the one and you shouldn't have done that, buddy. <laughs> um. So I gave uh, Teresa an LVP honorable mention because I feel like she kind of got shafted here um, because honestly, because of Gary and the way that he was. Because the thing is, is that I think that Gary likes both of these women so much. And I think he really likes Teresa too. Like Teresa is my front runner here before he told Leslie she was the one and called her, told her you're my girl at that one group date. Um, he clearly like it, it it seems like he likes Leslie a lot, but Teresa, he he told her he loved her too. So if he tells Teresa on their overnight for the first time that he loves her. So he he Gary's just a whole mess right now. And one of mm-hmm. these adult women is gonna be absolutely heartbroken at the end. And I say that like that because it's like when the bachelor breaks a 24 year old's heart it is it I have is a lot sad. of time it is heartbreaking but they're going to find another one 
these women are like 60, 70 years old. It's completely different. They've So I'm in my bachelor group chat, which none of them have probably watched the bachelor in a couple of years, mm -hmm. but that's how it started years ago. Um, and, but some of them have been watching the golden bachelor and that was their main thing. They're like, it's hard to watch because I mean, verbatim what you just said, Christina, mm -hmm. the, when you're getting your heart broken in your twenties, it's like, oh, okay. Like it sucks. But you're going to find time. there's, yeah, you're going to find someone and they're like, it is unbearable to watch these older ladies get their heart broken. It's yeah, it's rough. It's, it'll be adorable for whoever wins, but for the one who loses and gets broken up with, it's going to be incredibly heartbreaking. Um, and I, I, I also think that that Teresa and part of the reason she got my LVP is because she was a victim of production. Cause I, I think that he loved for a lack of better words, both women so much that if Teresa would have gone first, he would have felt the same way during Leslie's date about having yeah. second thoughts. I don't know. I think, uh, okay, so Gary and Leslie, Leslie, he got, she got my quote of the episode. Gary says, uh, uh, talking about the thermostat, says, oh, it's 80 in here. What do you like, 70? And she said, 69. And um, normally I'm not for those second grade jokes, but when it's a 60-year-old sitting, <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's one of those, that's what, that's what he said. Yes. Coming from someone of that age. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. So the, they, they got my quote of the episode. I also noticed that um, Leslie did the jump hug. Um, another reason she got my MVP this episode. Um, just because... Did she really? That's badass. That I love age it. Doing the jump hug is impressive. So, okay, so should we talk about our other love show then before and then end with House of Villains? Yes, I did not watch House of Villains. I think I'm too behind. Okay. So do we even want to talk about that or wait till this okay. weekend and do two of those? I'm it's up to you. Okay, I'll just talk about it really fast and then we'll end with F-Boy. Okay. Um. So this, this... House of Villains episode, I had to give Shake my MVP. I gave him my MVP because he won the immunity challenge. Um, or like when the three of them go in, um, are up for banishment and one of them can win immunity. He's the one that won it. Hands down, he would have gone home if he didn't. So I gave it to Shake. What was that? He's won it twice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and I mean, it really wasn't a competition. Um, they had to like put their hands into like scorpions, snakes and all that stuff. And Corinne and, and Tanisha were, were very scared and, and shake who is apparently a veterinarian just ran away with it. So, um, he, he got my MVP and Corinne got my LVP because she got eliminated. And I was sad to see her go, but, 
Uh, it does. Damn it. I really wanted to to give my LVP honorable mention to Tanisha um, because at least Corinne tried in the elimination, um, but Shake, they had like ways of of sabotaging the other players and, and he got Corinne out first. Um, and Tanisha was just straight up like, okay, like you win Shake after he had like one X on her and he needed five. So I was going to give it to Tanisha. However, Tanisha came in with the pots and pans and the, in the, the Sunday <laughs> choir in the morning and, and made like this, like redo of what she did on bad girls club, but in this, in like a wholesome way, um, kind of, um, but still being annoying, but like staying up all night and, and doing that. I just, um, I couldn't give her my LVP. I had to give it to Corinne. Um, I did listen to Corinne on the Bananas podcast, so and she said that after Tanisha did that, she that her and production were like, okay, like Corinne has to do something to try to like get him to stay, and that she made like a corn bar where like people could make their own street corn. She had like sriracha and cheese and sour cream and mayo and and all the things out for people to make their like corn because whatever. Um, but I don't know, it's kind of funny. That's that's something that we didn't get to see, but. Um, I guess Johnny Fairplay still makes fun of her on it about it and says that it's uh, one of the worst attempts at saying that he's ever seen. But is I I think it's funny um, and a little a little fun that we get those behind the scene tidbits and podcasts sometimes. Um, yeah, I should have watched it without Mitch, but you know he's started to watch it with me, and he's been out of town since Thursday. Um, but we knew that she was going to do that. And that's one reason he loved her so much on bad girls club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, totally understandable for sure. Um, Tanisha did have some good lines. I, I gave her two quotes this episode. One of them, she is talking to Omarosa and she says, you're a slithery slimy snake. And then um, when She's talking, responding to Omarosa, calling her a one-hit wonder. She says, no, actually, that's you. That's why you get the least amount of jobs, and that's why you got fired from the White House. Um, And then Bobby had a quote. He says, um, so Spencer Pratt comes in this episode, and he doesn't, he said, makes a comment about not knowing um, who Bobby is, and Bobby says, I'm current. That's why you've never heard of me. <laughs> and then on Marissa, yeah Bobby's hilarious I love Bobby I do too he's great um then Omarosa has a quote she says um if you want to steal someone's moment be right in the middle of it beautiful which is what she does during Tanisha's little um pots and pans she goes out and she starts dancing with them um so she because like Tanisha's like Omarosa this one's for you and Omarosa just like joins in and is just like having fun with it it that's part of the reason why I think it ends up being like a funny like wholesome like play on what she did instead of like a everybody hates Tanisha now toxic yeah it's because like everybody and and Banana said um on his podcast that it was like one one of the best reality TV moments that he's ever like seen in person, which is saying a lot because Bananas has been on a lot of, mm-hmm. and he's good. He, he has a good relationship with her too. Mm-hmm. A decent one, anyway. 
Okay, so that's all I will say about House of Villains. Um, I know you haven't seen it yet, so I know I talked about a lot of kind of the main things that happened, but I'll I'll leave the rest for you um, to enjoy. So F Boy Island, this was a doozy of an episode. Oh my god! Um, what did I message you a few days ago? There's no way blank could be an f boy right because that was when kate you told me that katie said on the podcast that somebody's an f boy that we're going to be shocked at my first thought was like that he was my first thought but i'm like would he really want to ruin his image because he is like the hot nice guy of all hot nice guys okay but the thing is is that is that his image now or was that his image while he was on the show? Because after the show, he started a podcast, one that I was fond of. I think I listened to like all of the episodes when he had the cast members on. Um, and I'll be honest with you, he was hanging out with all the F boys. He was friends with all the F boys. And I didn't necessarily think like he's going to be an F boy because I mean... I just love him too much and why would I ever speak that into existence but um so we're talking about Benedict y'all yeah okay so okay so I will say too (laughs) um House of Villains my 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 cable box stopped working last week and so I went and I got it it replaced and and when I was going to get it replaced, they talked me into getting this like new streaming thing called Zoomy and they're like, Oh yeah, it has DVR, it's great, blah blah blah. It'll save you like twenty dollars a month or fifteen dollars a month or something like that. And I was like, All right, cool, we'll try it, sign me up. So try to do it first day and I'm like, Okay, well, this didn't record, but maybe it's like streaming services where you can watch it the next day, right? Is what I'm thinking. I was like, that wouldn't be ideal, but also if it saves me 20 bucks a month, like maybe I'll just like suck it up and try it for a month and see how it goes is my thought. Nope, didn't record, didn't do anything. Go to take it back. Two days later, I had it for two days. Um, Take it back and I'm like, okay, so this didn't record. I'm having problems with this or whatever. I just want like a regular cable box. And, um, they're like, okay, whatever, you know, like, that's fine. Um, sorry, it didn't work for you. I guess we didn't, they're, they're, and I looked it up on Reddit and stuff and, and it's supposed to do all these things, but it really doesn't. And even when you're watching live TV, you can't like pause it or rewind it, which like, if you're taking notes and trying to get an exact quote is like kind of something that I need. Cause I'm not, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a person that needs to have those functions. Right. Right. I I was just like not having it. Whatever. Take it back. And they they give me a new box. Get it home. They ask me. They're like, okay, so you want DVR? Whatever. Yep, want DVR. Okay, get it home. DVR. Go to set my DVR. DVR isn't working. Call call Spectrum. Like, okay, so this is going on. Oh well, the problem is they gave you the wrong box. Your box isn't compatible with DVR go back to Spectrum, get the right box. Eventually got it sorted out. But then I was like, okay, well, good thing it's my birthday weekend this weekend because I get to do whatever I want. So I'm not going to try to hurry and rush and watch all these shows. I'm just going to make Brent watch them with me. So Brent had to watch F-Boy Island with me was a long, <laughs> long way of how I how I said that. But And House of Villains. Um, he said he was rooting for Johnny Bananas. So, yeah. <laughs> That's so annoying, though. 
but it was it was so annoying god how many trips was that three one yeah mm -hmm. and then phone calls yeah um it was two phone calls and three trips but Ooh. now i have regular cable again so i guess that's all that really matters i hate when unexpected stuff like that happens i was it, I was done training this morning and Kyler, yes, at, I don't know what time it was, 9 a.m. She wanted mac and cheese cups. So I went to put it in the microwave, microwave pops. And the next thing I know, the timer's off. So I just set my timer on my phone because the microwave is still going. I take out our mac and cheese. It's cold. We tried everything. So listen, if one day when you have kids microwaves are crucial so ran out to target to get a new microwave because the amount of mac and cheese cups and ramen and stuff like that that they eat you know right we can't go without a microwave <laughs> so yeah i totally get that i mean always unexpected yeah yeah, and it wasn't like an unexpected expense. It was just like an annoyance of like time and like trying to figure time out his money. When I'm gonna when I'm gonna watch these shows so that I can podcast about. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyway. So okay. anyways, back to F boys. Sorry. Yeah. So I was like, I was telling Brent, I'm like, oh, I think it's the reveal this episode. It's got to be the reveal. They have like three guys each left. It's the reveal. And so I'm like sitting at the edge of my seat, and he's like, does not care at all. But is is humoring <laughs> me through it? It was funny. But uh, okay. So who? So who? Let's go over this. Okay. This so and since then, I've been watching the Australian version. So. I'm trying to keep it straight. So we have for Katie, we the, have. Let's go through the reveal, and we'll go. Yeah. I'll go in order of how they reveal them because I thought it was interesting that that um they did the other girls pretty much in order. Besides, they did Marco second, and then they did Vince and Benedict last. So I almost wonder if Marco was edited and he was like after Mercedes. Cause if, cause they would all be together. Yeah. So you think it they they miss edited it? Yeah. Mm hmm. Okay. I do. But so we have EJ. He's an F boy. Um. Which is unfortunate. Who? Who? EJ. Um. The the twin that's left. Yeah, I was wrong about that. Mm hmm. Because his brother said he's actually a nice guy. So I thought he was going to be a nice guy. Well, he's an F boy. Um, Marco, who they put next, that I don't believe was actually next, is a nice guy. Surprising to me. Evander is an F boy. Yeah, I didn't like that. I was hoping he was a nice I, guy. I, yeah. Mm hmm. Christian, he's a nice guy. Obviously, we all knew that was coming. Um, that would have been like the shock of the episode. But, yeah, mean, that would have been more shocking than if Benedict. Like, that would have been shocking. Um, so CJ, he's an F boy. Um, and then after we find out that CJ is an F boy, 
we see a confessional of Jared squishing his cupcake, saying that he took the cupcake, which is hilarious. That was kind of funny, even though I don't like Jared. That was pretty funny. Bam. Jared is obviously an F-boy. We've known that this whole time. He is Mercedes 2.0. Mercedes is disappointingly an F-boy. Um, I was hoping that since, you know, he was a reformed F-boy that he would stay reformed, but apparently not. Yeah, I thought he was going to be a nice guy. Um... Vince is a nice guy, which isn't that surprising to me either. And Benedict came out as an F-boy, which is the shock of the episode. Benedict posted on his Instagram um, the, like, little reel of him that they did of him saying, like, yeah, I'm an, I'm, I came in as, a, as an F-boy this time because, um, like, I'm here for the food. I'm here to eat. I'm here for a tan. Um He's there to be on TV, which, like, fair, man. Fair. Um, you know what? I'm not as mad at him, which is horrible, because I'm not a big Katie fan, and I didn't want them to end up together. Katie has two nice guys and one F-boy, and I do want them to end up together. I think that they will actually would actually be really good together, regardless of if he's an F-boy or not. So here's how I think it's going to go. I think Katie's going to pick Vince. I hope not. I think the blonde girl is going to pick Jared. Daniela. There's no way. She, she better she not pick Jared. There's no way she's picking Christian. Who's her other guy? Evander? No, CJ. CJ. She has. I think it's going to come down to Jared, Jared. and CJ. It's going to come down to Vince and for Katie, Vincent Benedict. If she doesn't and pick then, Christian, she's an idiot. Oh, for sure. But I think she may be an idiot. And then who's the other one? Oh, Mercedes. Who are Hallie, three? She has all F boys, which is why she got my LVP. L Me too. She was my LVP. Okay. Hers is Mercedes. Evander. And, and then the twin. Yeah. I think she's going to pick Mercedes. Yeah. I think she's picking Mercedes too. Maybe Evander, but I think she, Mercedes is her front runner, which is crazy. But, um, and then, okay. So I gave Vince my MVP. He had the date. He's a nice guy. Um, he killed it on his date for a second time. He got the funny, um, Nikki Glacier song about dating shows. Um, they just very, very, very cliche. I gave him my MVP. Hallie got my LVP and Benedict got my LVP honorable mention just due to his pure fall from grace. Yeah, that scene with Nikki was funny. Um, so laughing at that scene with Nikki. So, like I told you before we started recording, I'm watching the Australian version. Mm hmm. And I don't want F-Boy Island to go away. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if they don't have the money for it or what. But they have got to bring Limbro back. Yeah. Is it on the Australian one? Yes. And it's okay. as funny as it was on the American version. Okay. And I think I think the ho I like the host on the Australian one. I like Nikki better. Mm -hmm. But and even though it's just a two-minute segment there's it's so damn funny yeah i'll have to check that out they they really i really hope they can bring it back to the american version 
Did you have any- And with F Girl Island, I hope they do because how funny would that be with the girls? The okay, F girls so in the Lindbergh. I, I almost think I know you think that Katie's gonna pick Vince. I think Vince is gonna be one of the leads on F Girl Island. Oh, you do? I do. I almost think I don't think he's getting a winner at it. I think he's getting a lead at it. Who else do you think? Don't you think it'll be um three guys we've seen before? I do. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought it what would about be Casey? Benedict. Up until what about Casey, Vince? Maybe Casey, because he was reformed. Um, maybe Christian. If he's Do you think not- he can carry a lead role? What? Do you think he can carry the lead role? I think he can carry it as well as Daniela or Hallie are carrying it. That's true. God. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Like people say that they don't like Katie, but she's carrying the show this season. She's the, like, she's by far the funniest person, the funniest lead. And all of her. And like, the thing is, is I, I mean, maybe it's also due to, to in part that the fact that her and all of her remaining three men have been on TV before and they know how to make a TV show, but those four people are carrying the show. Uh, Mercedes still has some in him. You That's know me. I've I liked Mercedes since last season, even knowing he was an F-boy. Right. That's true. I did have three quotes this episode. Um, so when CJ's running around with the little looking for his cupcake or whatever and asking everybody about it, Hallie is talking to one of the guys. I I can't remember who, but she says, he got her cake. What you get me? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Katie says, I, you think, you know, and you don't, you think you have a plan and Nikki is laughing at you. And then Jared, when he said, I took the cupcake. <laughs> okay, so I think my quote, um, God, I don't know it verbatim, but it was hilarious. When Vince said, I love you, Katie was like, reality t- love TV show 101. <laughs> you don't just say, I love you. You start with, I'm falling for you. And then... <laughs> And then I love you. Yes, that's great. That was hysterical. That was great. And is that reality TV 101 or is that Bachelor 101? Right. I That's definitely a Bachelor thing like, to do. Yes. And I feel like maybe like where he, whatever show he was on, I don't know. Swaz, correct me if I'm wrong. But they just meet people and are in love, right? Or not in love. One of the two. I have no idea. Katie hasn't said, I feel seen by whoever, by this person. Which to me is like the biggest cliche line in Bachelor history. Yes, Yes, it is. That's true. I really enjoyed this episode. I thought it was funny. Um, I really enjoyed the Nikki Glacier song. Um, 
the impression game that they did. Oh my gosh. And when they came out out in, in Mercedes lace top, but, I yeah. Said, oh man, that was hilarious. That, and they did day, daytime and night nighttime Mercedes. Yes. <laughs> uh Marco and Benedict, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. Yeah. Now that you say that about um Benedict, you know, he's really close with Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were, like, after the season, too. They've always been close. So it's a, kind of a thing, in my in my opinion. I guess I didn't see them that close last year because they were competing for the same girl, so maybe I didn't pick up on it, but... Mm-hmm. Wait, no, they weren't. Yeah, they were. No, they weren't. Benedict was competing for, for Tamaris, and Mercedes was competing... No. For- no. Yeah, he was. I swear to God, look it up. For Tamaris, it was the guy she brought back that she evicted and Casey. Um, I don't know. If Benedict, I'm find Benedict and Mercedes were going for Louisa. Oh. Luis. Okay. Louise. So the finalists were Peter and Danny were going for Mia. Um, Mercedes and Benedict were going for Luis and Casey and Tom were going for Tom. Right. You are right. I couldn't remember his name. Yeah, but then she ends up dropping Tom for Nico. Okay, that's right. That's the final two. That's crazy. And then she didn't want maybe either. Nico, maybe Nico could be a lead. He was a nice guy, right? Yeah. Or Tom. That would be hilarious. Tom could not carry a show. Oh, God, no. I wonder if Mercedes could would be a lead. But he's such an F-boy. Why would they do that to the girls? Like, <clears throat> I don't know. He could say that he's really... I've 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 given up them I've split the money twice so I'm reformed yeah now. exactly I can see that happening splitting the money them not working out or maybe her not even or picking like, him or like he's but, heartbroken this time yeah but it shows that he would have split because it shows if they would have split the money or not and it shows he would have I really so, because obviously obviously he's great TV and obviously production loves him so much so that they brought on his brother. Yeah, and that was strictly, I think, Weird. for Mercedes and because of Mercedes. Yeah. So I can see that whole thing spinning and, you know, him him being front and center. Yeah. That's possible. It's possible. But I do think it's coming this winter. So I think by the end of the season, um, which should be coming up soon. We will announce. We should know. Yeah. Okay, well, do you have any final thoughts about any of these shows? No, because I have another birthday today, my son. So we're about to go celebrate dinners on its way. And we already did the breakfast or the went to IHOP and got him a computer for his birthday. And yeah. 
Lots of October birthdays. I mean, November, whatever month we're in. Nice. That's awesome. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you get to do that tonight. Um, November birthdays, especially they're abundant because we're all Valentine's day babies. They are. It's so funny. Like half my clients, Christina, and then plus, you know, Mm -hmm. you and a couple other friends, but like half my clients are all in November. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a lot like, and in my family, like my grandma has the same birthday as me, my grandpa, um, on the other side, his is two days before me. My cousin's kid is the day after mine. My uncle is four days after mine or five days after mine. But yeah, his is the 23rd. Uh, yeah, we're all like right next to each other. It's crazy. There's so many November birthdays. And then Christmas was the day after mine. Yeah, I know. And right before Christmas, all the poor people that have to buy mm-hmm. all presents. It's so funny how things fall because like, me and my siblings were like summer babies. And that's because my mom's like, I was a teacher. So I tried to <laughs> have like y'all born right when summer started. So I'd have the whole summer off with y'all before I had to get y'all to daycare, you know, and start work again. Oh, wow. That's like serious planning. Wow. Yeah. she did. <laughs> Good for her. Okay. Well, we will let Abby get to her son's birthday dinner then. Thank you everyone so much for tuning in and we will see you soon.